Think about this. Our brains change. Memory is an amazing. What you think is in our there brains is aren't really finished. They're not fully cooked yet. You go with your heart. You we don't have any idea why yeah, we're, we're doing so smart. Most of the things that we're doing. But here's the deal. Yes, you can save yourself the potential for a certain amount of heartbreak by ignoring status, but at the risk of minimizing the scope of the goals that you can achieve. I'm Art Markman. I'm Bob Duke. I'm Rebecca McEnroy, and this is Two Guys on Your Head. Today, the psychology of status. So status is, is your relative position within a social group. And, and human, beings, uh, human beings create hierarchies. We create relative degrees of, of status within groups. And it turns out that, that we're all paying attention at least to some degree. We're, we're paying attention to the status of other people yeah. around us. Now, in, in, in societies like American society that are relatively flat as a culture, we're paying attention, but it's not dictating every single action we're taking. And then there are uh, more hierarchically oriented cultures, like some of the East Asian cultures, in which everyone is exquisitely aware of the relative status of everybody in the room at all times. Yeah. But but even in a even in a flatter culture like this, we still know who the high status people are in the rooms that we're in. Sure, and the, and the thing that complicates this is that status of the same individual in different contexts changes, and the people who are assessing status, including one's own depend on differing criteria. I mean, it isn't like we've all got some metric that everybody agrees on. This should be the determining factor of where one lives in the social hierarchy. Having a sense of status is based on a very, as Art, as Art is suggesting, a very fundamental human tendency to make comparisons among one's own lot in life and the experiences of people around you. I, I, and, and what's interesting, we've talked about this on in different contexts, in earlier shows, but how being very happy with your experience and then having that change because you find out that somebody else has something mm -hmm. that you don't have. And now the very same experience that an hour ago was quite satisfying is now dissatisfying. A moment and ago, that paycheck looked really <laughs> large. <laughs> exactly. And then I found out. I know. And so this kind of thing, but again, that only matters if your salary is your primary determinant of your status, right? Because all of these things change. The more factors that influence your status moment to moment and day to day, the less likely you are to be happy. And what's interesting to me is how a lot of what is defined as the status symbol uh, is determined by verbal rehearsal and by practicing defining yourself, literally, verbally, uh, as you know, what, what really matters to me is X. And so that's what I'm going to look to for how good I feel about myself and what I'm doing. Because for the people who don't do that and who are just, you know, left to the vicissitudes of whoever they bump into, who either look up to them or down to them based on some variable that, <laughs> that they might or might not care about, then that's a very complicated place to be. But status brings with it a, a lot of benefits. I mean, one of the reasons why status matters is because you have a lot more independence in a group if you have status. Because you, you if you if you have low status, then then the people above you in this hierarchy are going to 
act in ways that are going to lead you to want to conform with group behavior, the higher the status you are, the fewer people who are around who have the authority within the group to constrain your behavior. And and, and really what this has to do with is the ability for choice making, right? I, I mean, the higher up the status hierarchy you are, the more options you have from which to choose. So so you can have self-confidence. Yeah. And you can have a feeling of self-efficacy, which is the belief that you can affect the world. But status is an inherently social thing. You yeah. can't have status internally. And, and so to the extent that status matters for you, the loss of status is really dangerous. Now you might say, well, so we shouldn't care so much about status. The problem is that <laughs> we do. <laughs> well, but, but not just that we do. Yeah. It's true, and you could just say, "Well, that's that's the way we are. That's yeah. the human condition." But, but it's more than that because your ability to actually influence the world in almost every situation requires cooperation from other people. And who are the people who are most likely to inspire? the cooperation of others. They are people who have a certain amount of status, not just because you're trying to suck up to the person who has status, but because often people who have status deserve to have that status. I mean, yeah. yes, we can look and find a certain number of people who have risen to positions. You know, it's, it's what they call the Peter principle, right? right? You've risen to your level of incompetence. But most of the time, actually, people who are in high status roles have done things to to make them deserve to be there. And so those people not only help themselves to, 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 to achieve goals, they often help whole groups of people to achieve goals by virtue of their abilities. Yeah. So And so seeking a certain amount of status in service of achieving those goals is actually quite valuable. And so it's, it is, it, it is, yes, you can save yourself the potential for a certain amount of heartbreak by ignoring status, but at the risk of minimizing the scope of the goals that you can achieve. Yeah. And so that's, that, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's the catch 22 there, mm-hmm. which means by the way, that if you recognize you are about to enter a life transition that will create a change in your status you should actually plan for what you're going to do to replace those interactions in order to create some other system you're a part of in which you can have some amount of status. Next week, we'll talk about leadership and being liked with Dr. Art Markman and Dr. Bob Duke. Also, be sure to subscribe to the Two Guys on Your Head podcast in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And leave us a review while you're there. I'm told it helps other people find us. David Alvarez, Jake Perlman, and Michael Crawford are our engineers. I'm Rebecca McEnroy, and I produce Two Guys on Your Head at KUT Radio in Austin, Texas.